0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's
2: always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Bye. Bye. And welcome to, to episode, episode 40 40 47, seven. maybe,
1: sounds right, sounds good, the only one that I'm gonna like know in my head is episode 50? 50. 50. I was gonna say yeah fifty. <laughs> you wanted a different fifty, not well, the OG, not say, just fifty. I was gonna say fifty-two because that would be the year, like we would have been doing it for a year. But then I realized that oh, we released our first five, five episodes all at once. All at once so, so then yeah, that's gonna be more like fifty-seven. Yeah, so that that was my hesitation. I'm going not for that episode I... L. yeah that's well okay. I care about. Yeah, episode L. Yes. Yeah, it's so L, right? It is L. We, well, we had a big Roman numerals <laughs> discussion yesterday. I mean, it's. <laughs> (laughs) probably the longest conversation (laughs) about Roman numerals that's ever happened outside of
0: the the, the second grade
1: classroom. Oh, no, I was going to say since the invention of Roman numerals. (laughs) (laughs) Hi! Hello! We are Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) And we are a uh, horror movie comedy podcast and we're going to tell you about a motherfucking horror movie.
2: And we're going to spoil the fuck out of it. Yeah. So get ready.
1: But the fun part is, well, the whole thing is fun, but another fun part is, is that we're going to play a game and we're going to see this week if Kim can stay alive.
2: And you can play along. Yeah. See if you can stay alive. That's what we do. Use? you. Don't do this. <laughs> I loved don't. it so much. When I re-listened to that episode, I was just like, wow.
1: It just doesn't, it hits my ears wrong. Like, it really hits my ears. And it hits mine so right. It hits my heart. It hits your heart. It hits my heart and it glows. Well, when you posted about it, what I found super interesting was like, it wasn't just like, oh, this part of the country says use. No. It was like this <laughs> neighborhood <laughs> in Philadelphia.
2: No, it's like specifically Philadelphia yeah. when you look it up. And there's actually whole websites because I was like Googling a little bit and there's whole websites about like, Philadelphians have their own language. That's
1: so Yeah, I didn't that's Because then crazy. even when I like,
2: got to write like more about it, I was just like, wow, I had like a whole thing where it's like, what are you doing tonight? You want to go down the shore and like get some water ice? And- oh my Or God. get a cheesesteak with wit?
1: Yeah, what is with wit?
2: That's how you order. So like, if you if you go to like a real cheesesteak place in Philly, like there's like a big sign that's just like you're basically ordering the cheesesteak and then like the kind of cheese and wit or without onions.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's what I I needed like a literal <laughs> translation of what whiz wit was. So I like mine with cheese whiz.
2: So Ew. that's whiz and wit onions. Whiz wit I'm sorry. So you can be like whiz without. Or Wh- you can be like American with or American with uh,
1: wh- So wit is referring to with onions. With or without onions. With or with- <laughs> You got so, um, you went back to your roots of with or without onions. I just don't understand what you're saying to me. Like, I right. feel like I'm in French class again where I just. Like, I feel like if you
2: walked into a, a cheesesteak place, you'd be a little like uh, Scared almost, because uh, you're like, how do I? Wh- what am I? Suppo- how do I order? No, what I'm do I currently say?
1: scared. <laughs> I. So let's say I would like a cheesesteak. steak. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, ve- I would like a vegetarian cheesesteak steak with. Uh, Oof.
2: You're already. You're already out, <laughs> right?
1: With provolone cheese, mm-hmm. and I would also like onions and green peppers on it. How How do I order you, that? You, you You
2: could. I I think you could. You'd have to be a very specific place <laughs> to get the veggie situation, but I'm you can aware. do that. I'm aware. Yeah.
1: But, like, how ha- I was okay.
2: vegetarian that? Well, because a cheesesteak broke my vegetarianism. Right. Yeah. So there was a week where I was, like, eating just veggie steaks <laughs> while my boyfriend at the time that I was bringing home to meet my parents <sighs> ordered a cheesesteak every single
1: day. And you were like, I want
2: to. And then, like, basically the last day, I was like, I'm, 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 I'm getting one uh, yeah. and I'm no longer a vegetarian yeah, ever again.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I made that. I still have this compromise that when I go to Baltimore or Cape Cod or like when we went to New Orleans, any place where I would literally starve by being a vegetarian, I'm like, I'll eat seafood. That's yeah, my that's acceptable. You know, and You're I also like, what am I supposed to fucking do? Go to Baltimore and not and have I a crab crabs? Cake? Yeah, Like, that's insane. That's insanity. It's rude. Oh, crab cakes! Cheers to you. Oh, cheers! Oh, are we? We do a. We're recording this, aren't we?
2: I know. We were just. We were just talking.
1: China Hi. holes. China holes out. Out tits up. Tits up. Mm. Oh, that's a nice little drink. It is delicious. We are recording at a new place right now because I'm dog sitting my niece and foster nephew at my cousin's house, and I forgot the podcast whiskey. So we had an emergency situation where I had to have whiskey delivered to my cousin's house at 10 (laughs) a.m. And the amount of anxiety I had as the delivery person (laughs) walked up to me (laughs) with a whiskey bottle in a brown paper bag. (laughs) And like, I had this whole thing where I was like trying to like, how do I explain this to him? Like, why? Like, and I was going through like, you know, I don't normally drink at 10 a.m. I just, I have this podcast. We kind of have this shtick where we like always, and then I was like, well, I don't need to tell him any of this. I don't, he, he doesn't know
2: me. He definitely judged you though. He, did he was judge like, me. oh, this poor, this poor sweet alcoholic yeah. had to post me. I didn't have shoes on. Emergency whiskey at, at 10 a.m. Yeah.
1: I didn't have shoes on. I haven't brushed my hair. I I still have mascara kind of under my eyeballs. You're just
2: having a rough life. Yeah. He made up an entire story about your life. Yeah, about me.
1: He did. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. I bet that it wasn't that you had a podcast. I am positive that it wasn't that I had a podcast. (laughs) Thank you to Green for delivering my whiskey. I appreciate we it really appreciate you And then cousin Thank you For having two Lone <laughs> bottles Of ginger beer In your yep, fridge That stole. I stole Thank you You don't have any ginger beer left I'm sorry <laughs> You may have to run to the store I am also
2: drinking Cold brew coffee And some royal jelly mm. So watch out folks Holy
1: shit it's about yeah. to get cracked oh, You're also drinking Crystal water And which is water that is in a bottle that has a crystal in it, and also (laughs) kombucha. This is all true. And she's resting all of her uh, drinks on my Michelle Obama book. I just feel like we're just strong, independent women. We really are. We're just living our best strange life. Yep. (laughs) Do we have any business that we need to attend to before I dive in? That's exciting. You have a (laughs) review. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come again. Me too.
2: Do uh, you have the name of the review?
1: So yeah, we, okay.
2: sometimes we do a thing where if you write us a review on iTunes, we'll sing you a song. Yeah. So let's. So this unless is unless you. you
1: request to not have a song, then we will. Then we will. That's also okay.
2: <laughs> this is for Black Scorpion Elite.
1: Ooh. <laughs> That's Ooh. really badass. All right, I'm gonna do. Uh, you ready? Yeah thank you thanks thank you thank you so much sir i
2: appreciate your review we
1: really appreciate it
2: if anyone else would like to write a review that'd be great it's good for the algorithms it helps people find us it
1: really does that's what
2: everyone says i think i think it might be true
1: i mean we just we just trust in the internet gods to tell us what is important and what isn't.
2: Yeah. We just share the gossip that everyone else says, mm-hmm. but think it might be real. Yeah. Who knows, though?
1: Yeah. So just keep doing it. I mean, honestly, just keep doing it. Just keep writing reviews, please. Please. And, uh, you can also, I'm going to put it out there and say that you can request a genre for your song to be sung in so that I don't have to keep coming up with that. That's
2: really great. Yeah. That's a great idea.
1: Yeah. So if you're like, I'm into like a little Celtic jaunty, (laughs) you know, fiddlestick song. Fiddlestick? That's not what I mean.
2: Please, if you would like to recommend a fiddlestick (laughs) genre, we're here for you. We've got you.
1: Am I on crack currently? Maybe. I feel kooky. Oh, do you? Yeah, I really Good. do. I feel I real feel kooky. feel those, yeah. those are our best episodes. Those are. <laughs> those are. I watched a mo- movie.
2: Oh, did you?
1: It's a horror movie. And I sort of went into my last episode that I recorded that I was on a David Tennant, Dan Stevens, Michael Sheen kick. Right. And I did my David Tennant horror movie and was grew that much more impressed with David Tennant because the movie he was in was just so bad. Right. Uh, But somehow he solidified his place in my heart as one of the greatest actors of all time because he was delivering on a script that was, shall we just say, subpar. However, making movies is hard. Writing scripts is hard. (laughs) No shade. Just, you know, being honest. So this one is satiating my Dan Stevens michael sheen jones they're in I, it together they're in it together oh. i fucking lost my mind How'd that. When I, saw that. I, I don't know but this one was like right up my alley nice like it was like walking down the street ketrin way turn right and that's where i went it was great i'm excited let's go so it is called the apostle Mm. And it takes place In late 1800s Early 1900s That's kind of the vibe I'm getting Okay, On a remote deserted island In Europe
2: Wow. So
1: like the look of it Was just like fucking Irish, hillside European kind of All that fucking shit I love Where I'm like there's gotta be fairies Like right around the corner Like I was all here for it So this is starring Dan Stevens, Cousin Matthew in Downton Abbey, and Michael Sheen, my boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> the Apostle. Uh, oh, Dead or Alive. Are you ready? Oh. There's a lot of Dead or lives, but they're all main characters. They're main characters.
2: You're a liar. You're <laughs> a lying liar who lies.
1: I'm sorry. Okay. Dan Stevens. Alive. Jennifer. Dead. Michael Sheen. Alive. Creepy Brother. Alive third brother dead jeremy alive boat girl alive redhead alive crone dead root burp's map huh yep alive okay another burp's map <laughs> 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 there's there's a couple I'm burp's excited. map moments <laughs> yeah okay all right this is also fun because my first question right off the bat what? okay all right so i'm prepared where am i what's going on i will tell you voiceover of someone reading a letter it's the voice of a woman voicing the the letter that she wrote to her father and <laughs> what with her voice with her voice yes with a, a voice i meant voice, as opposed voice. to someone who didn't write the letter voicing it she is voicing her own voice. Words. yes okay so <laughs> i'm gonna read you the letter it's cutting between an older gentleman who's reading it, and then also Dan Stevens, who clearly has read the letter in the past and is on the like, on a train thinking about the letter, if that makes sense.
2: No, can you say that again?
1: No. I'm just going to say, just listen to the letter. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to say, because I confused myself, so goodbye. Yeah, I have no idea. It's All fine. I know is
2: a lady selling this letter. Yeah. La- okay. and she wrote it.: Yeah. My
1: dearest father. I'm going to give you a British accent. My dearest father, I father you pray. Nope, there's a typo in the first word. <laughs> father, I pray you haven't been consumed in the time that has passed since I was taken. I pray you will put an end to my suffering on this wretched island. My captors tell me that I am to survive. You must travel here alone with the means to purchase my freedom. <gasps> That should a man of law be sent in your stead, that will seal my fate of death. Oh, no. I've grown weary. I fear our father no longer hears my prayer. Yet, still I pray for your presence, my savior. Please bring me home.
2: Oh, no.
1: Yeah. So now we cut to an older gentleman who is reading the letter to Dan Stevens who's looking kind of cracked. He looks like he's on some, like, royal jelly Joss mess. He's just looking a little cracked, kind of pacing and stuff. And the older gentleman is like, the world thought you were dead, so that is the only reason this was addressed to your dad, because nobody has heard from you. But you've now reappeared, and what I'm telling you is your dad is fucking Gone. He's loop-de-loop. We actually see a figure sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. Our His back is to us in front of a fire. So basically, he's like, your dad's cuckoo bird. He's gone. Okay. He can't do this. But honestly, this would have been addressed to you from your sister if okay. we had known that you still were alive. Okay. So basically, he's saying, like, this is your responsibility, bro. And this is his sister. This is his sister. And he's like, so you need to get over your shit. Right. And... And get your fucking ducks in order. Okay. So then he says, but when you don't pay the ransom to these people, they're fucking nuts. They're a cult on a deserted island. Do not pay the ransom. Stay hidden among the flock.
2: Ooh.
1: And then he says, if you do pay, don't do it until you see her. Right. Like basically, he's like, if you just hand over the ransom to them, there's no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Oof. Now we're on a train through like the, you know, UK countryside. Um, so your first question, Kim, we already know right away that Dan is on a train to go there. I would like to know, do you go? And if you do go, the instructions clearly say to not bring a man of the law, that kind of thing. Right. So I want to hear what your plan is, Kim Burns.
2: And my goal is to save my sister
1: yes your goal has to be to save your sister but if you die
2: and to stay alive
1: yeah because it like always want to stay alive <laughs> we always want to stay alive but I do think it's important to specify that like if you die she's definitely dead oh so, you know what so I mean more reason to stay alive. exactly
2: it's tough not knowing who I am but you know what clearly- do you
1: mean well you're Dan or Kim it's your sibling it's me it's me I am
2: saying like, what's going on in my life? Clearly, I've got some shit going on. Who sure. am I? Sure. What level of 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 of? All right,
1: Kim. I'm going to tell you. It's me. I've been captured by a, a cult what's on the, a European island.
2: What's the? How did they do the
1: tears? Tears back in the day. The tears of, of society. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm. Like We're, what, am I a, am I a... Oh, a peasant or, yeah. okay. What's Let's that called? The, the
2: Classes. Classes. Let's say we are both... I wanted to use one of them as a joke and, you know, <laughs> that just was 45 seconds of me trying to figure out words. Right. So I'm sure... good one, zing! Honestly, I'm sure it would have been funny. I,
1: I think it was great. I'm, la- my, I'm laughing in my Something head. Something that sounds like dwarf, but not... <laughs> I don't I can't even help you what are the classes um I'm cutting this peasant king
2: <laughs> but there's a oh it's on the tip of my brain I
1: don't even know there's where you're thing. trying to go
2: someone's screaming it at
1: I the, know I don't even know right what you're trying to say like I can't even like you're just you're just like blowing in the wind out by yourself All I am right. you're oh. untethered to me Okay. Anyway. Anyway. What, what, do what you want to come fucking save me or not? Of course, I'm going to come save Are you. Are you? What is we your strategy? My
2: goal is to come save you and to save myself. So, what is my strategy? You know? Okay. Interesting. This is interesting. Again, it would help to know my surf,
1: surf, surf, oh, is surf a thing? surfdom, surfdom was, was your the time. word I yes, wanted to use for the past. Okay three minutes I, yep I got it I got it you're talking about is it a is it a surf society not a... <laughs>
0: <ivan> oh my god Surfdom.
1: yes
2: was the word I've been looking for for five years <laughs> depends where I am on the surfdom.
1: right yep yeah, that's I what that's, I was going and I for think that's the correct way to use that word
2: uh that's what I wanted to figure out yeah where am I? Like, am I a peasant or not?
1: No, I would say that makes a lot of difference.
2: Like, how much power
1: I have. Uh, well, let me, let me say this to you. They're asking for a ransom. So you're not going to ask a serf or a peasant for a ransom. Right. All right. So I got some. Yeah. I got some. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to talk to my friends in power. Mm hmm. And let them know that this is going on. Ooh, okay. So I'm not like alone.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: But it does seem like these people are crazy and can't be trusted. And they're like on their own island. So we can't just like come in. Correct. And like, it, like she's dead. Like and the that second is a they see assumption. us coming, yes. I feel like she's dead.
1: And that's a good assumption to make.
2: So I, but I am gonna let some people know that I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Maybe bring a friend, mm-hmm. I think would be a good idea um like phone a friend i
1: was just about to say and um
2: together we hand in hand join the cult Mm -hmm. and like get in from the inside we attack from the inside basically not attack but you know we like we what's the
1: we try to accomplish your goal from the infiltrate infiltrate yeah thank you nice this is now a vocabulary contest. <laughs> a con- a pot- contest, guys, podcast. I got brain frog fog. Fog. <laughs> brain fog. Is it contagious, cousin? I think you might have a gas leak in your apartment. Um, I- sorry to break it to you this way, especially since Are this I- won't come out for like two weeks past the time we're recording it. I hope uh, you're still alive, guys. <laughs> I, in my defense, this I was going to wait
2: till we recorded we're recording two at once because Catherine's <laughs> going out of town I started my movie for right. today for uh-huh. recording today uh-huh. at 9 or 10 a.m. at 11 p.m. last oh. night
1: oh <laughs> I, be- I began yeah. it oh wow so,
2: so I'm
1: sleepy and and privacy I, I, <laughs> I love these episodes I love when we are barely people <laughs> those are my favorite i hope they're your favorite too because it happens often somehow Uh, okay all right so i only have 47 jobs i gave you a point for that that was that was good and you made some good assumptions about the island that i think will be useful to you great all right i'm on the path so now we're on the train with dan so he's clearly traveling to wherever he needs to travel to to travel to the island. Me and Dan
2: hand in hand, making
1: out. But he looks like he's on a, yeah, he's single in this. Ooh, yeah. But, anymore. He, but he is, he's looking, he's looking like he is in need of some. Royal Jelly Joss. Oh, uh, poor he's baby. he's looking a little out. strung out, mm. and he remedies that by pulling a little vial out of his pocket uh-huh. and like dropping a little tincture of something uh-huh. on his tongue. So it's looking. I'm rough. concerned. Yeah, we also see him go into the bathroom, and he like tucks a razor, like a straight straight edge razor, into his coat sleeve. Okay, so he's just making sure he's you know smart yeah now he's I clearly mean, gotten off the train do you think it's
2: like opium or something is that what old-timey drugs are
1: yeah i think it's opium i think that's yeah and it's also opium i think was also for like people with money i oh, think it was yeah. fancy drugs yeah it was kind of fancy drugs so now he is he's arrived at like the the next tier of his journey and he's boarding a little <laughs> boat that's <laughs> the next surf of his journey <laughs> I was, that. I was like the next surf tip. yeah um, so he and it's like how do I describe this boat it's not like a ship but it's also not a dinghy it's like a small it's like a smallish ship what the fuck are a we talking about a miniature ship a miniature ship bigger than a dinghy because smaller than a pirate ship mm. right because once we see we see that there's actually like an uh, uh, an underboard of the ship, right? An underground of the ship, right? Where okay, where all of the people traveling to the island and all the people on the boat are going to this island. Okay, that's where they're headed. Are so they all in the cult? Th- that's what we're to assume at this point. But before he boards this particular boat, there's people that are saying you can't bring anything to the island. No papers. No nothing except for clothing mm-hmm. and family heirlooms. Like basically things that are like irreplaceable, but like you can't bring anything else with you. And they all have tickets to the island, to Ariston is what it's called. E-R-I-S-D-E-N. Okay. And so Dan is standing in line waiting to like board the boat and everybody is getting their tickets checked. And he looks down at his own ticket. And he sees some sort of mark on it that he kind of like tries to scratch off Mm -hmm. and then sees that nobody else's ticket has that (gasps) mark on it. Oh, no. So question number two, Bernsey, what do you do and what does he do? That's all the information I'm giving you. You just see that your ticket has a mark on it that other people's don't. I don't like that. Okay.
2: Like, does it have like a name on it? Like it's like this is his ticket versus someone else's yes.
1: ticket? Yes. No, no. I'm sorry. It does not have a name on it. It's just a ticket to Ariston. Okay. But I'm it doesn't gonna,
2: work. I'm going to stealthily go to the bar, say hey,
1: and like what switch bar? out. The bar and the ship and the underboard of the ship. The ship bar? We haven't. Okay. A, <laughs> we haven't. Boarded the ship yet And B I find it interesting That you assume That this Boat has a bar on it That's very interesting To me
2: Just kidding
0: <laughs> Okay I'm
1: gonna Are you Go
2: to The 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 deck Bar Again Before we I'm get On sure the I'm not sure Why ship. you think
1: There is There is A five star bar Because I'm
2: gonna be like Hey
1: <laughs> You know what There's a bar Go ahead
2: Somehow I I can't see what's going on really or where we are, but somehow I'm gonna switch my ticket with someone else's.
1: Okay, and, w- and what it does he do? It just felt like
2: the easiest way was to like go to the bar, and since someone had their ticket out, just be like, "Hey, what's up?" And then just be like, "Switch, switch."
1: I I hear what you're saying because you can't see what I see. I, I I'm gonna accept that answer. <laughs> so what do what? So that's what you do. What yeah. does Dan do? He
2: hmm. So I'm going to say that he either does the same, mm-hmm. like switches it out with someone else. Mm-hmm. However, he chooses, I'm not sure, <laughs> right? his options <laughs> or like rips that part off. But I'm going to say he switches it out somehow too. It's a double ding Ooh, kind of day Oh, Double
1: ding. Uh, even though there is. Absolutely no bar, unless you're referring to, like, the deserted cliffs that surround this particular dock. But sure, I get what you're saying.
2: Dock.
1: That was the word I was looking for. Was Uh, it? Deck. Ah! Did I say deck? You said... No No one knows. You said... you sure. All right. So, what he does... So, everybody is basically... Now that they're learning that they that they can't bring a lot of their stuff. Right. They're kind of like trying to do that thing that we all have to do with carry-ons where we're like kind of quickly trying to... Oh my God, to...
2: been there in the yeah. airport. Yeah. We're opening we're... your suitcase.
1: Pretty much. That's Oof. what everyone's trying to do. Like kind of take out the shit that they don't need and like, what do I need? And how can blah, blah, blah,
2: Like your suitcase is too heavy. So you're like it, opening much. up both and mixing them around. Exactly. And you're like, ah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's basically what they're doing. And so he bends down to help an older gentleman who has dropped something? Nice. And when he drops it, he stealthily switches their tickets. Nice. Exactly what I was That's, doing. Yeah. So perfect. So he boards the dinghy. It's not really a dinghy. I don't know why I said it's a dinghy, but he boards the boat, and they're all under under deck, below deck. Thank you. Below d- and the under deck. I just thanked myself for thinking of the word. And there's a storm, and everyone is seasick as fuck. And the uh, woman who's also heading to the island says to Dan, I don't recall seeing you at any prayer meetings. And Dan goes, I don't recall seeing you at any either. Oh, oh, yeah. Good comeback. Because I feel like if I had been Dan, I was like, oh, I've been uh, uh, sick. I I go to a different. uh, 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 (laughs) But he was (laughs) like, I haven't seen you. Where you been? And she's like, oh, I guess we've just missed each other. And he's like, Yeah. yeah.
2: Ooh, good one
1: then all of a sudden now it's very dark because one I was watching this in the daytime and it was just a very dark shoot right but all of a sudden a goat falls down I guess they're (laughs) bringing goats to the island I'm not sure luckily I couldn't see this very well because like a goat kind of like felt like it's you know like fell
2: over or like fell down (sighs) from above
1: (laughs) I literally wrote a goat falls down it's dark (laughs) okay but uh and and then what d- do so we dan- yeah so dan picks up Aww. the goat just to like hold he it the goat. and then the dude who he switched tickets with takes the goat from dan and uh-huh. throws it overboard no why? and i was like why exactly i'm glad i couldn't see that very well and he was <laughs> like uh ticket guy goes it was intended only she can give and t- take we do not intervene and i'm like didn't you just take, uh, motherfucker?
2: Uh, like, you just yeah, fucking took. you decided that.
1: She didn't throw no goat overboard. You did, motherfucker. But so now we have a sense of she can give and take. That's kind of what we're dealing right. with. Right. They all chant amen. Amen. I'm nervous. So now we have anchored the boat. And now we're taking a rowboat to the island. From the anchored boat to the island. And... There are some people coming down from the hill to the dock. They're all dressed in black. It's beautiful. It's like beautiful European mm-hmm. ocean cliffs. And everyone that has just deboarded the mm-hmm. boat is walking up a hill. And as you're looking up at the hill, we see what looks like three wooden crosses right. up at the top. Of course. And as we get up the hill, nope, it's actually the mast of a boat, but the the sails have deteriorated okay. and gone away. Okay, So it's like the mast of a boat looks mm-hmm. like three crosses mm-hmm. on a hill. And I wrote, on a hill? Because I'm like, how the fuck did they get the boat right. up there? We'll learn. So as they get to the top of the hill, we now see that on the other side of the hill is a village. Mm-hmm. So now we're headed down to the village. In the center square, and it's a very small village, in the center square is a statue of a woman, vaguely shrouded, maybe reminiscent of the Virgin Mary, but, uh, but not enough. This is a statue? Yeah, it's a okay. statue, but not enough that I readily w- was like, that's the Virgin Mary. So there is someone in the town square who's inspecting everybody as they come in. Welcome to Ariston, sir. Should you need anything? Dan goes, I don't need anything. I'm like, bitch, you got to like chill. You got to like float under the radar a little bit. So basically what they're doing is like checking their hair for lice, checking their teeth, making sure that nobody's bringing disease to the island is basically what they're doing. Kind of like what they would do at Ellis Island. Mm -hmm. And then a, a hot redhead walks past Dan and smiles at him. And I was like, you two are both really hot. And I would watch this, just so we're clear. But dance with me, so back S- off it. Sorry. The, then there's someone who sees this little smile and looks kind of pissed about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, when we say someone. A,
1: a, we'll learn who he is later. But, but at like the a moment, guy or a, a lady. Gu- or, uh, it's a, it's a, a, a stern looking gentleman. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, they're being inspected. Then they sign in in a book, and we're watching one particular woman be inspected, and the guy says, you know, what does she do? And she says, I'm a seamstress, and she's got a little kid with her, and the guy goes, criminal record? And she was like, yeah. Hmm. And he's like, for what? And she's like, vagrancy. And he's like, don't worry, Elaine. You'll want for nothing here. Hmm. So you can kind of now see why like people are drawn to Mm -hmm. Ariston because it's like this sort of what I'm seeing is like a utopian society for people that don't have opportunities and like, Mm -hmm. you know, so we're now with Dan in his little room and there is a book on his nightstand that looks like a Bible, but it's not because it says prophet Malcolm Father of Ariston book. So he's just kind of looking at the book and like, what the fuck is this? Now we're all in church and they're all singing hymns. And uh, Dan is heading over to the church. He can, he's following the sound. Oh, the hot redhead that smiled at him runs up and says, he hates when you're late. Dan tells her that she has something on her face, It's like a red spot. Mm Mm-hmm. And she takes his hanky and wipes it off and says, don't tell. And then runs off to church. So as Dan is walking up to the church, he sees uh, some guards, like some men dressed in black that met us on the dock, carrying an unconscious man. Mm -hmm. Is it the man he traded the ticket with, (gasps) question mark? We can't really tell. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So then we see that one creepy dude, who's the same dude that gave Dan a look when he smiled at the girl, mm-hmm. is staring at Dan again. He continues walking up to the church, and we come in and we. And is that dude a, a guard looking dude? Mm-hmm. Or he's. Okay, okay. He's a guard looking dude, but doesn't look like a minion guard. He looks like a. M- one tier up in the serfdom. Right. (laughs) He looks a little bit more powerful and we'll learn who he is in a moment. So we walk into the church and Michael Sheen is our pastor. Mm -hmm. heretofore referred to as MS. And he's giving a sermon and we're kind of getting a little bit of, of backstory about what Ariston is. And he says, My only crime was to dare to dream of a world in which each waking day we rise equal. The hot redhead looks at him adoringly and then also looks at Dan. He tells the story of how three brothers, and I learn later it's brothers as in like we've been through something. We're brothers, Mm -hmm. not actual brothers, escaped onto the island. It sounds like they were criminals potentially Mm -hmm. and their boat was shipwrecked. And they washed up on shore onto this island because he says, her voice as she beckoned us out of the storm goddess of this island and she chose my tongue through which to speak so he we now learn that he's basically started this utopian society and they worship the goddess of this island and he believes that he is the prophet of her tongue
2: okay and he was one of the quote-unquote brothers
1: yes yes and
2: is he malcolm yes
1: so he's Yes, so Michael Sheen is Malcolm. And then we also see in the flashback that the creepy dude that keeps staring at Dan was one of the other brothers. okay. And then there's a third brother. Okay. Who's referred to as third brother. Makes sense. (laughs) So we have MS, who's Michael Sheen, Malcolm. Then we have creepy brother. And then we have third brother. Okay. So as he's talking, we see out the window of the church an old woman walking outside the window for just a second we see ms see dan see her like dan sees her out the window and we see that ms gets she's a creepy old woman Mm -hmm, but it's just a flash we don't see we just see a creepy old woman walking past the window Mm -hmm. back to his sermon he's talking about there's no taxes there's no wars we're free men at that moment one of the guards walks in and whispers something to either either creepy brother or third brother. I, I can't remember. And whisp- whispers something to him. After the sermon, Dan is looking around outside the church. Just kind of inspecting. Just kind of seeing what's going on. Walks uh, around the side of the church where he saw the woman walk past the window. Mm-hmm. Doesn't see anything. Walks off. We stay on that side of the building and we see that there's a little patch of moss that's growing on the side of the building and it shrivels up and dies right before our eyes. Interesting. Yeah. So now we're in some sort of like barn or secluded room and a man is being held captive and he has a burps map on his head. Mm. It's ripped off by one of the guards he's being held captive and he's beaten to oblivion still conscious but beat the fuck up and malcolm walks in and to where he's being held and creepy brothers like he won't tell us where the money is and and he's like but we know it's him he gave me this and shows him his ticket it has Mm. the mark on it and the old the the guy that was being held captive was like really triggering my old man vibes, where like he clearly was like an older guy that just like could not fucking defend himself. And also we know that like he it wasn't wasn't his fucking ticket. He has no idea what's going on. Oh god! So Malcolm <laughs> is actually kind of mad. Upset old people like break oh, my, my heart. Fucking it it destroys me. For me. Yeah, it <laughs> destroys me. It really hurts my heart. Yeah. Um. Like honestly, I could watch like just m- normal like thirty year olds or middle aged people <laughs> murdered all day doesn't even register with me. But fucking kill an animal or an old person and I'm destroyed for an weeks. Old person, I- it, it kills me. me. Yeah. So Malcolm is kind of mad at creepy brother for beating him so badly because he's like, if like if we kill him what's the We're not fucking shit. point yeah. of this like you need to chill the fuck out dude so he gives the prisoner a towel to sort of wipe himself off at that moment third brother comes up behind him and fucking slits his throat what yeah what it- so what I'm did like, we just say well i think what did we just say exactly um well we realized at that moment that malcolm was kind of like this isn't our guy. He's uh, not the okay. intruder. So he was still mad at, at th- creepy brother because he's like, you can't just like if you're trying to get information out of people, you can't just like beat them to oblivion. Side note. This is this him. isn't our guy. So go ahead and kill him. Slid his Oh, uh, OK. And he's like, so we we still have an intruder and we have to find him. Mm-hmm. Cut to jaunty music at a bar. And I wrote Ooh, want to go to there. We made it. Um, so we're made at it to the bar. bar. We finally made I it to the bar. I trying to get here. Yeah. Here we are, and it's just like a fucking jaunty old-timey village bar, and Let's I'm just go. like, <laughs> I just want to go so bad. So in comes creepy brother and third brother, and Michael Sheen behind them, Malcolm, and I just wrote so good. Like Michael Sheen just on screen, I I just, I just, I just love him so much. Like knowing that he played Wesley in Thirty Rock, which is like the silliest kookiest role and then seeing him as like a like a hoity toity angel in good omens and then now seeing him as like a ruthless hard criminal in this one I'm just like you're just so good like I just want to know you. <laughs> so and Dan is just observing them all come in. Okay. Observing how other people react to them, observing like what their vibe is. Taking it all in. Taking it all in. Nice. Nice, so, nice work. Yeah. So now we cut to two lovers on the beach oh. and it's night, night time. Okay. And they're talking to each other. They'll now be one is the boy's name, Jeremy. And the girl is boat girl. Cause I don't learn her name till much, much later. So she's boat girl. Cause they're hanging out by a boat. And he's like, the, Jeremy is like one day we won't have to hide like this. Do and they this. fantasize about building their own house And uh, she talks about we're going to carve our family name into a piece of wood over the door so everyone will know that it's ours. And then she (laughs) puts his hand on her boob and he's like, we really shouldn't. And she's like, shh, and then climbs on top and bones him. And I'm like, "Oh, girl, you get yours. You get yours. Then we hear, so they're kind of like down by the shore where we got dropped off to get to the island. So if you remember, like they have to basically like climb up over a hill and back down that hill to get to the shore. So it's pretty secluded. Then we hear a ring a ding ding and someone saying, call to quarters back to your dwellings. The night is here. So there's a curfew for the village. Okay. Everybody else goes back to their quarters. Dan does not. He's sneaking around. And he's looking in the windows of all of the little houses. And he comes to one window and he sees a man and a woman sitting by candlelight and the man stabs the woman in the forearm and she very calmly just leans her arm down and lets the blood drain into a bucket. What? Then- She then holds her other arm out to her young daughter standing in the doorway as if to say, Your turn. And Dan's like, What the
0: fuck?
1: (laughs) That was like in a nice little harmony there. So he's looking around. Then he comes to Malcolm's house. Everybody else is either draining their blood into jars or putting on clothes to go to sleep. Like everybody else is like day is over, let me you know brush my uh, teeth, comb uh, my hair, change into my jo- pajamas, uh, drain my blood, and go to sleep. Other people were 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 bla- drain b- blood draining. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so not um, just them, not just that. Multiples. Um, okay. We only see them do it, but they're. the way that it's shot we know that that is what's happening in every house basically so when we get to malcolm's house he's not draining his blood and he's not putting his jammies on he's putting his going out clothes on and so dan is looking at him through the window and he sees malcolm open a trap door in his own home and go down party yeah so dan is continuing to skulk about when he bumps into boat girl okay who's trying to get back to her house and looks scared and runs off then we also see jeremy looking at him from the woods and they both kind of see each other Mm -hmm. they both kind of run off like all three of them are like you're not supposed to be out but neither am i right and you know so So they're all like like, we just "Ah," just run away yeah So now he comes back to his place, and he's walking down the hallway past other people's rooms. He's clearly in kind of like a hotel situation mm-hmm. as opposed to his own home. And as he is walking down the hall, he sees that there are jars of blood outside everyone's door, and his also has a jar outside of it that's that, empty. Uh, at that fill her up. Yep. At that moment, so we're so we're our camera is at the end of the hallway, okay? And we're watching him sort of walk towards mm-hmm. us and we see him looking at the jars of blood mm-hmm. along um the floor and behind him, we see creepy crone ah. lady and then she disappears. Ooh. We don't get a good look at her. We just see that there's a creepy crone lady watching him. Disappears
2: into thin air, disappears behind something.
1: When the shot comes back, so like, we see him walking, creepy crone lady, camera pans down to a jar, back up to him, she's gone. gone. Okay, okay. So he gets to his door and he sees that his jar is empty. Ms. Burns, what do you do and what does he do? Look, I gotta say my sister, uh-huh.
2: I'm infiltrating from inside, which means I need to participate. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm giving some blood. I think I'm, uh, and then I, okay. Okay. I mean he either does uh I don't think that's a good idea. I was going to say he like switches it out like he did with the ticket but I don't think that's a good idea. I mean he might do that but I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> okay, so well, tell um, me who
1: tell me who you are answering just for knocking right it out. Got it. Okay.
2: Cuz it's like you could switch it with someone else and then be like they didn't do it. Hmm. Cuz it's not like new days where it's like we we're on camera. Yeah. He didn't see Creepy Crown Lady, Mm -mm. so he doesn't think anyone's around. Interesting. fucking fuck fucks. Okay.
1: He also, like, knows for a fact that nobody else should be around because everybody is called to their rooms to go to sleep.
2: All right. Okay. Because it's either I bleed myself. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Which doesn't seem fun. I don't no, want to do
1: that. No. Bleeding yourself is not fun.
2: I do like to give blood That's what I think for every single month. ...to the Red Cross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like to volunteer to give my blood for the Red Cross. Yeah. Maybe but, this is... But they have a whole system mm-hmm. to do it. I not just like stab my own arm. Sure. All right. Ah. <sighs> Okay, I think that he switches it out with someone else's. Okay. Are there multiple floors in this place? or We don't know.
1: Mm, I'm going to say no. If there was,
2: I would definitely switch it with a different floor. A different floor. Not even on
1: my own floor. That's smart.
2: All right. Do I bleed myself or do I switch it? Um, Day, you know what? Fuck. All right. We're both going to switch it, hand in hand, switching it out with someone else's.
0: That's two half points. Okay.
1: So what he does is very close to switching it out. He takes a little bit from somebody else's jar and a little bit from somebody else's and pours it into his own.
2: Oh, so no one's is empty
1: exactly. at all.
2: That's that um, makes sense.
1: Now, the reason that I gave... Well, half point, obviously, for him makes sense because he didn't exactly switch it out. The reason I gave you a half point was... Because you said you would switch it as well, right?
2: And think about—I didn't think about mini pores.
1: Yeah, the only reason I'm because if you switch it, I think that's going to cause some kind of commotion, right? And maybe you can get away with that once, but this is clearly a nightly ritual, so I'm not sure how you would do that uh, in other nights. Yeah, I
2: just felt like for night one, I'm going to switch it right before I, and then I'll prepare how to.
1: Yeah, but it would definitely like cause it would definitely like cause a stir, right? Um, which would make sense. Yeah, and then in addition, I agree with you that bleeding yourself out also not a great option though because how do you maintain that? And two, like there's a lot like loss of blood is a real thing where it's like I feel like it's just kind of weakening everybody Mm -hmm. that was my doctor brain where i was like this is like too much blood for everybody to be losing one night because she's it's not like a drop like she's gushing blood they're like full like half full mason jars it's a lot of blood so
2: i'm concerned
1: yeah so pours a little bit out into his then he goes to pull out his key to his room and (gasps) ow Ah. he pricks himself he picks up the key off the ground and sees that the key has like a little point on it mm-hmm. that he didn't that he didn't notice. And so he pricks his finger and blood drops <gasps> onto the ground, oh, oh. goes inside of his room. Uh, the camera pans down to some of the blood left on the floor from his finger prick. <gasps> Starling <gasps> person through the door. All we see is we just see some a cra- someone through the crack of a door just going. <clears throat> Like, hungry for blood.
2: <laughs> oh, no. no and
1: no. I wrote, appears to be smelling the blood. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So, he's back in his room, and he tears uh, a page of the prophet book out, like a page that doesn't have writing on it. Right. And he draws a map of the village on the back, and he writes something above one of the buildings. It appears to be, like uh, like, a word that's above where Malcolm lives because that's where he saw like an, uh, him go down a trap door. So he's drawing a map of the village specifically
2: marks Malcolm's house. Yes.
1: Okay. So Dan wakes up the next morning and as he wakes up, we see his hot back,
2: his hot back.
1: Yeah. Oh He's looking good Hey How you doing cousin Matthew Um, But he's got scars all over it Oh And one of the scars Is in the shape of a cross Oh And it either looks like Flagellation scars Or like burn scars
2: Flagellation
1: Flagellation where Priests would like whip themselves Are you sure it's called that? I'm positive that it's called that Flogging yourself Or flagellation Yeah 100%
2: Flagellation Yeah It sounds dirty Doesn't it? Sounds like a fart. <laughs>
1: That's flatulence. <laughs> but yeah, flagellation or flogging. Girl, all right, you can look it up. Flagellation. We'll post yeah, this. We'll post it. So he wakes up and So he, it looks like that or what? Or burn.
2: Or burn. Yeah. Like a um Yeah, branding. Branding. Yeah.
1: He wakes up and he's kind of like sweating. Looks like morning time is rough for him uh, because he then grabs his little. He b- needs his opium. Yeah. He Oof. takes a little drop from his tincture and as he's taking a drop in his tongue, knock on the door. And he hears someone outside the door say, Time for work. Oh. And he oh. gets up and he's like, I'll be right there. And he's like, What the fuck is this? And what am I? What's my job? Yeah. Basically, is what it, he's like, It's time for work, sir. And it's Jeremy, who we saw. Oh. Yeah. And, and he, do they
2: like recognize each other? Unclear. Okay. Unclear.
1: At that moment, it's unclear. And so uh, Dan is basically just like, fuck off and shuts the door. But we see that he did go outside to work because he's trying to blend in, you know. Yeah, you got it. And, but he, he's, so he's working, but he looks like really mad about it and also kind of <laughs> ill. <laughs> so I was like, I feel you, bro. Mm-hmm. And he's working with Jeremy. And we realize he did recognize him because he says, "Why were you outside last night?" And who was Je- saying this to who? Jeremy says it to Dan, "Oh, why were you outside last night?" And Dan says, "Why were you?" And I, he, he loves that. he's really like, like thrown it back, yeah. He's like, people in glass houses, <laughs> dude. Um, he's just like,
2: you're an idiot. You're an idiot.
1: <laughs> That's totally it. <laughs> but it works because Jeremy's like, ooh, 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 ooh. and what's
2: their job? What are they working? Like what building
1: thing? up, like hammering stuff with wood, building shit. Building shit. Yeah. Okay. Jeremy gets all scared and they both say, okay, we won't tell you. Won't tell. Yeah. And he's like, But then Dan is like, I won't tell anyone that you were out with a girl if you help me.
0: Ooh.
1: So basically, he is like, you work for me now. And Jeremy takes Dan to an old washed up dinghy boat, which is right next to where they were boning. And uh, because he says, I need your help. Jeremy says to Dan, I need your help. Basically, what they're going to do is like take some of the old wood and bring it up to what they're doing so they can like reuse the wood from an old boat. And he's talking about like what that boat was from. And he's like a man tried to leave the Island, but the sea took him um, like the goddess wouldn't let him leave. Okay. Um, and he says the man meant to bring death and disease to our Island, but she protected us. So he's mm-hmm. all in. He's cultified, He's for sure. Vein. Yeah. Dan wants to know if he can trust Jeremy. So they both uh, they both saw each other out and about, and Dan decides to show him a picture of his sister. It's like in a little locket, mm-hmm. being like, have you seen this girl? Jeremy gets real fucking scared oh, no. and tries to be like, don't talk to me about that, and tries to kind of like run off. And Dan tackles him and is like, tell me what you fucking know. Jeremy is scared and he's like, listen, the crops were failing. Animals weren't bleeding and bleeding, breeding. And we had no means of smuggling from the mainland. So Malcolm said we just needed her father's money, but it never came. And we see a flashback Ah. to Jeremy opening a trunk with a girl inside and Malcolm coming and like shutting the trunk, kind of being like, "You didn't see this sort of thing." Uh huh. But then he says, Jeremy says to Dan, "But if you have the ransom, don't pay it." Oh, and we're like, "What,
2: K- Mister Kool Aid?" Yes. says that. That's, yep, Mister Kool Aid. That's says concerning. It. So it's like,
1: what? Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not drinking all of his Kool Aid. Maybe he's just taking a little sip of the Kool-Aid. Interesting. So this is when Dan basically is like, you work for me now. This is how this goes. I can beat the shit out of you and I know that you were out. You work for me now. So now we cut to Malcolm and Creepy Brother and they're helping a, um, a sheep give birth. And they pull the the lamb out. And I guess it's like too sick or too small because it's definitely bleeding like it's making sounds, so it's not a stillborn, but they're not happy with it. And so he kind of like throws it in the trash and Aww. he's like, he's like, we can't go. Creepy Brother says, we can't go on like this. And Malcolm says, she will gift us another harvest.
2: They just keep throwing animals away. I know it's a Very huge
1: bummer. Luckily, it was too dark for me to see it in great detail. <laughs> so I was able to move past it. So. Now we are with Hot Redhead who smiled at Dan and your competition and <gasps> Boat a girl. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You're cuter than her. Thank you. Don't you worry. And Boat girl. Boat girl asks Redhead, "How would I know if I was Prager?" Uh-oh.
0: And
1: Hot Redhead is like, "Well, you'd have to bone some" mo- Oh. Uh-oh. And Boat Girl is like, oh, no, like, I've been boning Jeremy, like, all the time. Literally. She's uh, like, I've been doing it, like, a lot. And <laughs> Redhead is like, um, well, like, when was the last time you got your period? But she says it in a more old-timey way that I can't remember. Right. And
2: when did you go to the red tent?
1: <laughs> right. And some old biddies are, like, looking at them through the laundry that they're hanging, just like these little sluts. And I'm like, you just jealous. us. So as they're walking, they're, like, holding their baskets of laundry, talking about it. And mm-hmm. Dan, like, bumps into them, but, like, looking hard up. Like, he kind of looks like he's in, like, needs some more tincture. Right. Because uh, he, like, bumps into them and is kind of like, oh sorry. Ugh. Now, uh, and they kind of just, like, look and whatever. Their conversation is interrupted, but, like, nothing else really happens. Then two guards sort of converge on Dan and they say, all new arrivals are requested at the church. And the two girls see this. So now we're in the church with all of the new arrivals. And they are all standing in a line in front of Malcolm. And armed guards are standing behind Malcolm. Like people in black with, with uh, spears. Right. And Malcolm is confronting new members and he says, basically, he says, no one's allowed out at night, motherfuckers. And I fucking know that somebody was out at night. Ooh, so, Malcolm is saying this? Yeah. So he makes them kneel down in front of him. And he's got this, like, branch slash walking stick that he brings with him everywhere. And he, like, pokes the first guy and basically, like, makes him quote scripture from Uh-oh. the book of Aristotle. from yeah. the book of him from the book of him yes and it's he makes some quote scripture about like not stealing your brother's money or shit or something like that it sounds like the book is very sort of like um socialist like your money We're is my equal. money my money yeah. is your money yeah uh everyone is like super fucking scared and he goes to them one by one and makes them quote scripture Dan notices that the man right next to him. So basically the man that Malcolm will get to before he gets to Dan Uh kind of pulls his jacket back a little bit. And there's a dagger there. Oh, shit. Malcolm comes to the man with the dagger and says, well. And the man says nothing, just stares at him. And Malcolm pokes him again with the stick and the cane. And the man kneeling says, for king and country, and lunges. Kim, (gasps) what what do you do? What does Dan do? uh, uh,
2: Dan and I, hand in hand, tackle knife guy, dagger guy, and save Malcolm. Hand in hand.
0: Yes, bitch.
1: (laughs) Double ding.
2: (laughs)
0: Nice. Really good strategy.
1: So Infiltrating from the inside. Real smart. Listen to why. Dan stops him. Dude slices Dan in the chest as like mm-hmm. he's, you know, fighting him off. At that moment, the armed guards all fucking stab him with their spears simultaneously so that he's literally like propped up on spears. (laughs) Oh, God. Because like, they've got like spear going through his chest into the ground, (gasps) spear going through his thigh into the ground. So he's literally like perfectly propped up standing (laughs) by like a dozen spears. Uh And he's still holding the knife and he can't even like fall down because he's just, you know, propped up. And The man says, this heathen land will burn, and then dies. Okay. So now Malcolm sees Dan, uh, wounded, and Malcolm tells the guards to rush him to the village doctor. They then look at the dagger that the assassin has dropped, and it's got the king's markings on it. The village doctor is the hot redhead, and she's yeah and she's treating him Dan smart and hot uh, smart and hot and okay, she girl. Dan's like pretty fucked up so he's like laying on a table and it's a pretty deep cut but like he'll be okay it's just like it's a pretty deep cut <laughs> and <laughs> um, it's just
2: like a really unknown song just a deep cut it's a real I'll deep see. cut and I'll see myself out
1: please do and Malcolm is talking to the other guards and he's like we still have an intruder though like I don't know how he knows that it Probably because he knows that like that's not the person from right. he didn't he was he was working for the king. That's not the not marked the ticket ransom right yeah. yeah. And he's like, get the get the girl, we'll show our intruder the consequences, is what Malcolm <laughs> is saying. Dan is listening to this. Uh. But before he leaves Ah before he leaves, Malcolm picks up The dagger with the king's markings on it And holds Dan's hand And says This dagger cuts one It cuts us all And he Malcolm (gasps) slices his own hand with the dagger Uh And holds Dan's hand And says I'm forever indebted to you Uh oh So that's why it was real smart I mean Kim nice job So So Dan is now alone with Redhead, and they're getting flirty with each other um, as she treats him. And she says, I got all of this doctor shit from my uncle, who was a doctor. My mom died in childbirth. My uncle loves me. My dad resents me. Mm -hmm. Her father is Malcolm. Oh. Her uncle is. Is third brother. Uh, So she's saying, my dad has issues with me because basically I killed his wife when I was born.
2: But my uncle loves me. Yeah. He was third brother. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: So now she gives him a little tincture of painkillers and says, I'll be by tomorrow to check the bandages. So... Now he's in his room and he's just standing. Dan is in his room standing there and he's just flipping his switchblade razor mm-hmm. that he had tucked into his coat. Mm-hmm. Getting psyched up. I don't know. Then we hear a call to order, call to quarters, people of Arisden, hear me. Dan looks out the window and it's Malcolm and he's pissed and he's th- in the middle of town square. And there's a captive woman with him. Mm. Malcolm says, The woman you see before you is an agent of a dying god and a corrupt king. But there is another two. Her kin. Her co-conspirator. Make yourself known. Malcolm is about to fuck her up. But he won't if you come forward. Question five. What does Dan do? What do you do?
2: And everyone is in the town square now. We're all there. Uh,
1: He is in the center of the town square with the guards and with uh, his captive, Jennifer, Dan's sister. Right. And everybody else is listening from their quarters. Because remember, he said, everybody go to your quarters.
2: That's why I was confused. I was like, okay, but they can all see the town square. Because the village
1: is so small. Okay. That like they literally built all of the houses or the quarters surrounding. surrounding the town square.
2: Okay. This is interesting. So, fuck me. <laughs> All right. I fucking fuckity fuck bucks. Okay. I mean, okay. Because, like, I could not go out. Okay, but then she'll die. Because uh, I still want to keep both well, of us alive. Well, to be
1: fair, he didn't say I'll kill her right here in front of you. What did he say? I didn't write the exact language, but he, like, cuts a piece of her hair off. Like, he's definitely trying to, like, he he doesn't get anything if he kills her right now. Malcolm doesn't get anything if he kills her right now. Like, it's the whole idea behind a ransom where it's, like, teetering that line of I'm going to kill her, but also kind of knowing that if I kill her. What's left to Exactly.
2: ransom for. Exactly.
1: So that's the teeter-totter that he's on and also the teeter-totter that but, you're on. Right. Same.
2: Same teeter. We're on. We're, we're teetering on the same together. same
1: teeter-totter. Yeah. You're seesawing together.
2: Oh, just me and Michael Sheen yep. on a seesaw. <gasps> you bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting on Dan's lap. <laughs> Michael Sheen's across from us.
1: <laughs> sitting on my lap. Nope. They're all mine. <laughs> Uh, Michael Sheen. You're right sit here. On my lap. Get out. You're married. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think Eric would let Michael Sheen sit on my lap.
2: Michael Sheen sitting on your lap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you're a weird bird. Hey, <laughs> Michael. You How you just doing? Sit on my lap. <laughs> Let's play horsey. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I'm grossed out. I know I'm okay. grossed out
1: as well. Goodbye. I'll see myself up. I don't want to talk about it in any way. Keep, Can this you tell to me? Yourself. keep it to yourself. All right. Can you tell me what you would do? Jesus oh, Christ. Fuck. I don't know. Stop stalling. Okay.
2: <laughs> I was totally stalling. I don't think all right. I don't think this is the moment to come out. I think I think I'm gonna keep infiltrating from the inside. I think I'm gonna keep playing the game. That's you? Yeah. And um I think, I think he's going to do the same.
1: Ooh, you and Dan are fucking of one mind. Like you are killing it right now. Sitting on each other's (sighs) lap. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're killing it. So, all right. He's on
2: me. I'm on him. We're,
1: (laughs) we're scissoring. (laughs) You know you don't have to scissor, gentlemen. You know that like your parts fit together properly, that was just, right? Like, the way for me to
2: say so, you understood how we were sitting. I
1: see, got it. Okay, thank you for we're explaining. We're developing each got- other. Got it. Oh god, can we both just leave? <laughs> Let's. Both I think we should see go ourselves. To our out. Yep. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> Dan is watching this whole thing and is having the same, the exact same mind conflict that you're right. having like he's distressed like tough. he's really upset he's also on drugs so like right. this is f- he's as am i upset yeah you as kim is a
2: full blown taking my tinctures of royal jelly yep. dress
1: so he doesn't come out but he's torn up about it so then creepy brother gets into the cart and puts her back into the cart uh pulls out a knife and this is when he like cuts off a piece of her hair like down to the scalp and kind of holds it up to mm-hmm. be like i am not afraid to fuck her up right dan then re- reaches for his tincture drug and throws it and crumples to the ground um. So he's definitely like I would like to not also be addicted to drugs while I'm trying to like infiltrate a cult and save my sister.
2: So does it like break and shatter? Kind it of thing? does. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. But that's also like uh, oof. we're about now to we have, have withdrawals. A, we're about to have a withdrawal situation.
1: Yeah. All right. So that all happened. Now we cut to Boat Girl. May I have
2: suggested a weaning off system?
1: Right. Right. I I I'm agree concerned. with you. Now he does get painkillers from hot redhead so right so he's still got something. yeah um, so now we cut to boat girl this is the next day and she's in the latrine in the town bathroom or whatever the fuck and someone is spying on her through a hole in the wooden door of the latrine little house and it's creepy brother Ooh, yeah she then takes a mirror to her vag and right. is like trying to look at it uh, to be honest with you I don't know if this was like some trick that redhead said this is something you can do to see if to, you're like, pregnant see if you're pregnant. yeah yeah I, I miss that I apologize to any sammies that are watching this that know why she was holding a mirror I, I don't know I don't know why she was holding a mirror but she was clearly doing something with a mirror to look at her vagina and she hears a creak outside Mm -hmm. because creepy brother stepped back creeping yeah is yeah creaking and creeping and he stands super still she's real freaked out (laughs) they're both standing perfectly still and he walks away Mm -hmm. because he's basically like i'm caught uh she doesn't know who it was she doesn't you know so then we cut to a young girl who is roughly braiding jennifer's hair jennifer being dan's sister as she's chained up in the middle of the town square and then there are kids just like poking her with sticks and she like lunges to be like fuck off and a guard standing behind her is basically like no let him do it like you're a prisoner Mm -hmm. um oh she's under the the statue that lady statue creepy brother now comes out of his home And Malcolm is watching her get fucked with watch. So like they're both watching her get fucked with. Mm -hmm. Do we see a bit of remorse on Malcolm's face? Perhaps we do. Mm. Then he puts his Zorro prophet hat on and creepy brother comes to pick him up and they're clearly going to like go do some town business or whatever. And creepy brother says to him, we don't have the fucking resources for this celebration. We don't know what the celebration is yet, but they're clearly planning a celebration. And Creepy Brother is like, we can barely feed everyone as is. I don't know how you think we're going to like have a fucking feast. And Malcolm is basically like, she will provide. Also, we need everybody to be celebrating and outside of their rooms um, so that we can search their homes to tr- figure out who this intruder is. So we learn that Malcolm has like a different reason for wanting to have this mm, feast. Mm, mm. Now the redhead walks by Jennifer and she's bringing Jennifer food and makes all the kids get off of her and she says to Jennifer, "I won't let anyone hurt you. Just stay strong." Mm. And she leaves. Now Dan is building shit with Jeremy again and he's watching the one of the guards put Jennifer back into the cart and out of the town square. Um And Dan tells Jeremy to be ready. We don't know for what, but we're assuming okay. that night during the celebration, be ready. Nighttime celebration. Apparently the thing to do in tiny little European villages is have celebrations where everyone's wearing creepy fucking masks uh, because that's what we're doing tonight as well. Um, Ooh, but also party. it just really solidifies. Like, you, I know that you're the most likely to join a cult. Right. But if someone tells me like there is a little uh, secluded European village mm-hmm. where it's just like, Jaunty Celtic fairy music, yeah. one little bar, and, like, we get to just, like, live on this beautiful island, but you have to be in a cult.
2: You're a goner.
1: <sighs> I'm a goner. Sorry, Eric. I, I just... I'm out. Like, I'm gonna go. It just seemed like the most pleasant existence I can possibly think of, aside from the draining of my blood every night. Hey, eh, maybe I'd make it work. Part of the cult. Yeah. So, creepy masks, dancing... Everybody celebrating in the town square at night with some really fun Celtic music with like fun drums. Like it just, I just wanted to be there. I just loved it. Can
2: you sing it for me?
1: It, it they all sound the same. They all sound like Celtic fairy, t- ba, 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 <laughs> except there's like a like a drum beat. Dun dun dun,
2: dun. What the fuck? <gasps> uh,
1: I think I'm quitting the podcast after that. Why? That was the saddest performance of my life. <laughs>
2: I mean, I put you on the spot. It wasn't prepared, you know.
1: You knew what you were
2: doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really wanted to hear it. I didn't know it would be the same song that you've sung over and over again I, with, a, with an extra drum I know. beat.
1: No, I'm. You know what, guys? For the post mortem. Because because you've been subjected to the same jaunty fairy tune over and over, I'm gonna play it for you. Oh, very exciting!
2: You have to join our Patreon yeah, to uh, to hear it.
1: It's delightful. It made me want to dance. A, it made me want to
2: fucking Catherine playing a jig performance. I can't
1: wait. I just I just want to go there. <laughs> so creepy. Um. So Dan is now leaving his. Somehow
2: you always have like a thing to do. You had to like <laughs> no. box or jump rope. Uh, I had to can can can. can. <laughs> and now you have to play a fairy jig.
1: I'll play a fairy jig and I'll dance to the fairy jig. Of course you will. I mean, <laughs> that would be rude of if you didn't course. dance. Yeah. So... Your own jig. Dan-, Dan is now leaving his room to join the festivities and there is a creepy masked person at the end of the hall. Dan just kind of stares at him and creepy masked person stares back at him. Then Dan imitates taking out a gun and just goes... Uh, Phew. whoa. And we realize it's a kid because the kid pretends to be shot and then stands uh. back up and laughs and runs off. Cute. So it was actually Dan being kind of cute. Uh, Dan enters the town square. Here comes Hot Redhead. And she goes, Ask me to dance. Mm-hmm. Kim, watch out. She is moving in on <laughs> your man. I know, but I kind of like her. Um, yeah, I—I I mean, you. Would. She's pretty hot. She puts his hand. Nice. She is That's really smart. nice, and she's a fucking doctor. Yeah, it's not to like. She puts his hand on her hips. Ooh. Yeah, and she's looking into his gorgeous, piercingly blue eyes. If I do say so, <laughs> um, and she's like, "Your eyes—they've seen things. <gasps> Who Ooh. are you?" Then Dan sees Jeremy, kind of walk by and Dan is like, Excuse me, hot redhead which you know just made her want him more. Of course. And they have lanterns. So yes. they're doing their lantern walk. Should we do the lantern walk for We're our families as well? Both doing the lantern walk. <laughs> uh and we'll tell you the story of the lantern walk that has survived well over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Sink. Found lanterns. They're headed to Malcolm's house and so Inside of Malcolm's house, we know that there's a trapdoor, Right. And we know that there is a tunnel underground. Right. Because he went somewhere. Right. And so what Dan has the idea to do, we're going to go under the house because it's like the foundation of these houses, they have to be, I'm assuming they have to be raised like a little bit, like you can get to the foundation of the houses and the foundations are made of, you know, stone that they've piled up. So that if there's like a storm or mm-hmm. something like you can't just like build a wooden house into the ground like you have to have some sort of foundation. So Dan figures out if we go down to the foundation and we chisel under the house, we're going to find what's under the house because he clearly went under the house. OK, so um he says, I'm going to chisel to find the tunnel. But he realizes that it's going to be real loud chiseling. Right. So he waits for the beat of the drum and chisels with the beat
2: of the drum. Which sounds like... I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Fuck off. (laughs) Um, So now Creepy Brother and Malcolm are searching all of the rooms. And they're searching Dan's room. And Malcolm is like, there's nothing in here. member?" because he's indebted Mm -hmm. to Dan. So it's like he doesn't want it to be Dan. But then he finds the map of the village that Dan drew uh oh, and they realize there's an X marks the spot Uh-oh. over Malcolm's house. So he tells creepy brother go to my house. Back with Jeremy and Dan. Dan tells Jeremy to put the rocks back but don't seal it. So he's gotten under the house and there is a fucking tunnel. Mm-hmm. So he gives Jeremy his knife his switchblade razor thing and says use it on whoever and so dan is now underground of the house looking for the tunnel and um jeremy gets found by the third brother mm-hmm. the third brother sees who it is and lets him go so this is the first time that we realize that third brother is maybe not drinking all of the Kool-Aid. He's is like m- and he's like the nice guy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. So now Malcolm and Creepy Brother get there and Malcolm sends the third brother to get a rifle and flush him out, he says. Creepy Brother wants to go and Malcolm is like, "No, you'll kill him because you're a psycho." We need him alive. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't let creepy brother do things that require restraint. Right. At all. So now Redhead, Hot Redhead, sees third brother and creepy brother opening the trap door to the tunnel. Okay. So. Inside Malcolm's house? Inside Malcolm's and house. And is she inside Malcolm's house? No, she can just see it through the window. Okay. Now Malcolm goes into the forest. And we see that the exit to the tunnel is in the middle of the forest. Oh, shit. So he stands at the exit to the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Dan, now we're with Dan in the tunnel who has a lantern. And he's walking, walking, walking. And he sees that like, oh, shit, like this tunnel, this isn't a secret room under his house. This goes somewhere. He's walking and he finds a hole in the walkway of the tunnel and just kind of like looks down at it like what is this but keeps going forward Malcolm then sees the light of Dan's lantern through the wooden slats of the exit to the tunnel that he's standing there with his rifle pointing the rifle at the exit his horse whinnies Dan hears it Simultaneously, he realizes Malcolm is up there and then he hears someone behind him too because third brother followed Dan behind. So now he's trapped between two Malcolm Mm -hmm. and third brother. Mm -hmm. Kim, where does he go and where do you go?
2: Wow. Really in a pickle. Mm -hmm. I think that we Mm, pickles. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like pickles. Uh, so. yeah. uh, I'm. I'm gonna let that go. Um, <laughs> I think that we together blow out the lantern and hide in the hole. If it's a hideable hole, jump in the hole. I don't understand how together? big the hole is, but
1: yeah. <laughs> Me and Dan are quite the team. Like, honestly, I'm. I can only think of one point you've missed. Like you're killing it. You're absolutely killing it. He does. He crawls into the hole. Unfortunately. Uh-oh. That that hole is 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 the latrine. Oh fuck. So now he's up to his nostrils. <laughs> Barf. In ancient shit. <laughs> Barf. It's rough. So Dan is down in the hole trying to contain his barf (laughs) and uh, trying to travel back through and then something comes out and I don't know if it's a bat or a rat, but nobody wants, like I love both of those animals. I don't want a shit covered bat or rat. (laughs) Like I don't want those three things combined. I would like a shitless bat or a shitless rat. But once you add all kinds of bodily fluids to it I'm not interested neither is Dan so he's in the latrine and he's like whoa bat rat gross also blah also this is terrible (laughs) and then all of a sudden Chrome lady she's crawling towards him through the shit shrieking (laughs) oh my god quickly like crawling towards him and Dan's like back it up back it up back it up and he (laughs) He comes back up through another like there's several holes that you can kind of uh, like get to okay. and he quickly climbs back up through another hole that he came to and it's he's in a completely different part of the cave tunnel now, and he drinks water from like an underground spring like there's just some water dripping, and he's trying to wipe you know uh, lots of shit ew. off of him, and he lights a lighter. To see where he is. He had, like, a lighter on him to see where he is. And there are etchings all over the walls. And one of the etchings is clearly a creepy crone lady. (gasps) So all of this is happening. Malcolm is still at the exit of the tunnel. And he sees... So he saw Dan's lantern, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Dan then ducked into the latrine. Mm-hmm. So the lantern from Malcolm goes away. Mm-hmm. Then the lantern appears again. Mm-hmm. It's not Dan's lantern, it's, it's the brother. third brother. Right. Okay. So Malcolm sees it again and shoots <gasps> oh, shit. through the slats. Right. Third brother is like, don't shoot, don't shoot. It's me. And so Ma- now Malcolm and third brother are like, where the fuck did he go well we know that he was in the latrine all right so now back with dan with etchings of the creepy crone lady trying to wipe shit off of him and now we cut to literal creepy crone lady and malcolm is talking to her she is basically in captivity in this shack where she has somehow been chained up by the roots of hundreds of trees like she's kind of laying down but like can't move Mm because she's all of these roots are holding her captive okay? okay and she looks fucking busted malcolm approaches and he's like why did you show yourself to him he then slices his hand again. He just is like slicing his hands all over slicing the place. Like he just does dicing. not give a shit. And I oh, she appears to be bound in the roots and she's starving for blood and gets like <clears throat> when he cuts mm-hmm. his hand. Mm-hmm. He feeds creepy crone from the cut in his hand. And she just like is lapping it up, but also seems like bummed that she's lapping it up. Like mm-hmm. she's like, I have no choice pretty much and he says to her no more will you poison our crops now here comes a bloody shirtless dude dragging something behind him a body question mark in a giant burps map Uh and he appears to be wearing a burps map made of roots so we have a whole new line of burps map. Wow. And this one is made of like tree roots, it looks like. Tree root burps map. And he is shirtless and just like painted in blood, basically. Okay. His entire torso. He then takes the bag and hangs it up as if it's like dried meat, like the way that a butcher would like hang meat.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we realize that it's a woman inside of the burps map and is still alive Mm -hmm. because she starts screaming. Hangs her from a rope in this shack cave Mm -hmm. cage. Now we cut back to Hot Redhead. She has found Dan.
2: Sorry, can we go back? And Mm -hmm. that happened in the tree lady's house? Yes. So Malcolm and and Crone Lady saw that. So
1: the exit to the tunnel if you come out of the exit of the tunnel to the surface in the middle of the woods is this shack. And inside of the shack is creepy crone woman in ca- caged up in the roots. And it's clear that they've like basically built a shack structure around her cage of roots. Okay. okay, But,
2: and they were both there when this guy did this, when burps map came in.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like clearly her guard. You know, some sort of creature that guards her. So now we cut to Hot Redhead finding Dan in his part of the cave. Because remember, she saw this whole like somebody is mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. So she went to her part of the cave that she knows about and she's like, You found it. And he's like, What is this? And she says, You wouldn't believe me if I told you. She gives him new clothes because his are covered in shit and she sees his scars. And she asks him what they are. And he says, my scars are my faith. I used to be a preacher. And I led my parish into Peking to show them the love of God himself. And they showed us the devil. Mm -hmm. Cut to a flashback where he, Dan, is being dragged through a field by Peking villagers burning crosses in front of him and he's trying to pray but every time he puts his hands together to pray two peking guards pull his hands apart Mm -hmm. and he's praying to god to show himself because uh what we're to believe is like his entire parish has been murdered and burned alive Mm -hmm. and he's like praying to god and nobody comes and so he says promise of the divine is an illusion there's nothing pure in this world but my sister she's the only one who didn't abandon me then so i won't abandon her now god abandoned me god is pain and suffering so this whole cult thing is clearly hitting a nerve with him Mm -hmm. and he now we understand why he's got some major problems So Hot Redhead tries to defend her father and say he's not a murderer. And Dan quotes a Bible verse about beware the wolf in sheep's clothing and false prophets. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know it. Like, I hear you defending your dad, but like, you fucking know it. My sister didn't come here. She was taken. Right. And you know it. Cut to creepy brother in his room and he's rolling a glass back and forth like he just it's almost like he just looks like i want to cause mayhem and nobody will let me right the vibe i'm getting cut to jeremy and he's carving the word hope into a piece of wood cut to malcolm walking into his room he's looking for someone or something but we're not sure what cut to redhead and dan Walking through a field to a thatched shelter. The field looks not thriving. Like it is very tall grass, but all of the grass looks very dry. Okay. And in the middle of this field, you come to like a little clearing and there's like a thatched roof and it looks like she's got a lot of like old timey sciencey things in there. Right. And she says, They won't look for you here. She has little bottles of science, and she says the crops are toxic. Something has angered her. Oof. And she puts a little bit of soil and a little bit of something into, like, a little vial, Mm -hmm. and it just starts, like, bubbling. So now we cut to Jeremy and Boat Girl. And Jeremy says, you're pregnant? (gasps) Yay! Mm. And Jeremy says, Malcolm wants me to go to the mainland and I want you to come and get married there because they Mm. won't let us get married here. Why not? Not sure. That was unclear. But now we're back with Creepy Brother, and we realize that Creepy Brother is Boat Girl's dad. Oh, no. Oh,
2: no. Yeah.
1: Third brother is Jeremy's dad. Because if you remember, third brother caught Jeremy after he'd helped – dan tunnel through and And said just get the fuck out of here yeah does that mean that they're cousins i don't know that they're actual brothers oh uh sorry i think malcolm and third brother are brothers i don't think creepy brother is actually related to the other two i think they just say brothers as in like you know brothers and fathers in holy ways So
2: Okay Alright so now Let me just wrap my brain around everything So now we have the family tree Malcolm is Redhead's dad Yes And third brother is uncle and Jeremy's dad Mm -hmm. Which means Redhead and Jeremy are cousins for sure Mm -hmm. And then creepy brother
1: is Boat Girl's dad Yes Okay Yes Okay So Creepy brother is Boat Girl's dad.
2: I'm just like, where are all the moms? Right. We know well, that we one Well, we know one mom. To yeah. Something.
1: So cre- creepy brother heard Boat Girl tell Jeremy that she's pregnant. And Wait, creepy brother heard that? Yeah. Okay. He gets super pissed, barges in, and throws her down on the ground. Oof. And is like super fucking pissed about it. Mm-hmm. Cut to... Third brother, packing up a boat, that uh, the boat that probably takes people to and from the the mainland if they're coming to join Ariston.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Malcolm is walking up, and third brother is like, "I'm taking the boy with me. This island is hell." Oh, and Malcolm is like, "No, it's not. It's our paradise. This is our home. It's our faith." And third brother is like, "We have a goddess in chains who's poisoning our crops." A girl held for ransom and dead people all over the place. I'm fucking out, bro. Okay. And Malcolm is like, we'll fix it. And this is the first time where we see that, like, Malcolm's character appears to be someone who has been driven to do things that were not initially in his nature. Like, it sounds like he started this with good intentions. Like he actually believed in it and was trying to do a good thing. Yeah. But now he's a dude that's, like, ended up killing people and and captured a girl for ransom so Mm -hmm. it's like he's definitely strayed from the path as well and the third brother is the one who was like do you really not see like Mm -hmm. do you not see this so malcolm is like we'll fix it third brother is like peace cut back to creepy brother asking boat girl whose kid it is because jeremy had left by that point and like he snuck out and then creepy brother came in and was like i heard you i heard you say that you were pregnant
2: he heard it He didn't see it
1: Mm-mm. He was like listening He's always listening Outside doors He was listening to her okay. Outside of fucking latrines And shit Okay And He seems to think It will be deformed And calls her a whore and and all that kind of stuff that was unclear to me because remember I said that they like had a a sheep give birth and I was like it looked like it was alive but I'm like was it deformed was it not what because like
2: something's poisoning cause something's poisoning or, something yeah
1: so he's basically like it's gonna be deformed also you're a whore also you're my daughter and you're not allowed to fuck people also I'm a monster. <laughs> And she's actually like really standing up for herself. Like I was really impressed. Like at one point he like pushes her down and he's like really coming at her and she like grabs his face and she's just like, I love him. Like why, why are you such a fucking monster Mm -hmm. is like basically what she's saying. He pushes her down and, and says, I've seen it. I've seen what is born here um says that your child will be a mongoloid which i think is an old-timey derogatory term Mm -hmm. for something very specific i don't even want to go there saying what i think it is so i'll cover it No, i'll I'll actually look up what that is and cover it in a post-mortem but he uses that term and he's like i won't stand for it and he pulls out a knife (gasps) Mm -hmm. cut to jeremy now coming back in mm-hmm. to where he was. He opens the door No. and it's a fucking bloodbath.
2: No, Creepy
1: brother is still there. Boat girl is on the floor dead. <gasps> he's cut it out of her and or killed her. Well, he's definitely killed her. He also may have cut it out of her. Oh my god. Jeremy pulls out the switchblade that Dan gave him and attacks him. They're fighting like crazy and for a second, Jeremy has bested him and is like slicing his throat, like pushing it into his throat Uh and and I'm like, fucking Creepy Brother is done for. But instead, Creepy Brother closes the switchblade onto Jeremy's hand Uh and runs out of the house screaming into the town square he killed my girl <gasps> after him oh my gosh so now the whole fucking village <gasps> jeremy comes out he's covered in blood oh my creepy brother is holding his neck with a giant cut on his neck and fucking boat girl is dead no, so jeremy's like girls his love yeah and also like creepy brother is one of the three most like, powerful people yeah. in the village oh my so jeremy runs the villagers run after him and creepy brother says prepare the heathen stand and one of the guards is like but malcolm and he's like malcolm is not the divine ruler of this land do it and he makes the guards sound the alarm is some bell ringing cut back to dan and hot redhead they hear the alarm Mm -hmm. and dan says what's that Jeremy is being pursued through the field where they are Mm -hmm. and villagers are running after him. He gets to Redhead and Dan and tries to tell them that it wasn't him. It was her father, but the villagers get to him and they take him all the way back to the town square in the village. Creepy brother is now in the town square in the village in full black garb All of the guards are standing around him in basically KKK outfits, Mm -hmm. but all black, Mm -hmm. Um, but like the pointy Mm
0: -hmm.
1: hats or whatever the fuck. I'm sure they'd love me calling it outfits and pointy hats. Fuck fuck you, KKK. (laughs) (laughs) And he's standing in front of like this creepy altar and obviously like the giant goddess statue Mm -hmm. and in front of him is like a rack like it's basically like a wooden table that you would shackle someone to right and kind of reminds me of like the table that braveheart was on where they disemboweled him so i was like this doesn't bode well villagers bring jeremy to him redhead and dan are close behind like they were chasing after him being like don't fucking do this they put jeremy on the table And Redhead tries to ration with Creepy Brother. And Creepy Brother says, oh, he's not a monster? Then who did this? And shows him his neck wound. Mm -hmm. So now Redhead is like, wow, I mean, that is a pretty bad neck wound. What the fuck? So now we see a bird's eye view of... Oh, I'm sorry. Opposite. We see a view of the sky... So, from Jeremy's perspective, looking up at the sky,
2: okay.
1: he's being shackled by his hands and feet, and his—this oh, is, whew, okay. His head is being put into a vice.
2: Uh-huh. All right, okay.
1: And so now the camera is Jeremy's view, uh-huh. just up at the sky, and then the sky. Just we hear bone crunching no. and then the sky just kind of gets ah! splotches of ah! red. Ah! Yeah. Still alive. Ah! But I'm they so p- upset. <laughs> it was one of the most upsetting perspectives ah! I've ever seen. Because like how often oh do we see God. people's like heads being crushed ah! and it doesn't occur to us like what your eyes would then ah! see. <laughs> So that was a oh, bummer. Okay, so now his head is in is is in a vise, and his head's been popped, but he's still alive. And we <laughs> see at the top of his head behind him is a giant screwdriver, what? with basically like why an apple core on it. Okay. So you know if you one of those things where if you have to take the core out of an apple, you can just like stick it in and then pull it out and the core comes out of it and now there's a hole in the apple.
2: Not exactly, but
1: sure. So it's that. Okay. Um, I'm concerned. And so the giant screwdriver, <laughs> which we now know will be manned by Creepy Brother, uh-huh. Creepy Brother leans down to Jeremy's ear and whispers, I've wanted this. <gasps> Then he goes to the giant screwdriver and he turns the crank slowly. Oh, fuck. I'm into the top of Uh Jeremy's head. Uh Dan has subsequently been captured himself and is being held with a large. A stick with a point on either end and there are guards holding his wrists over the stick so okay. it looks he's in the position of like what you would be in the stocks right and he's being made to watch the whole thing okay um and creepy brother slowly turns the crank this scene Was probably about 30 seconds. But if you would ask me, I would have said this scene was 48 minutes long. Oh, God. And he slowly dies. And he's dead. And then he slowly pulls the crank back out. And we now see the top of Jeremy's head. (gasps) Barf. So it wasn't just a screw. It was that (sighs) core thing because it's a giant hole in the top of his head then we see creepy brother put a quote unquote symbol of purity inside of the giant hole in jeremy's head it looks to me like a rose petal but i'm i'm not sure what it is and he puts it inside of jeremy's head wow it's a bummer it was probably one of the most gruesome scenes i've ever seen i'm upset it was really upsetting. Like there are not many scenes where I feel like I have to turn away. Yeah. But I had to watch this with like one eye closed. It was it was pretty upsetting. You porter one-eyed it. I did porter one eye it and I was stone cold sober. I, I was a little high, I but I, I was mostly upset. sober. I don't feel good on my inside. Nope. I ne- feel... Honestly, neither did Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So now here come Malcolm and third brother. Malcolm is super pissed. And third brother this is, is um, pretty upset. I would think so. As they approach, creepy brother says, this is a false prophet, pointing to Malcolm. Creepy brother trying to take over. Yeah. So now creepy brother approaches Dan and says, this is the man that is fucking our shit up, referring to Dan. Right. Like he's the intruder. And he says... If you really care about this island, take this man's life. And he's saying this to Malcolm. Malcolm approaches Dan, who's in his stocks position. Mm-hmm. And Redhead tries... Stocks and bonds. <laughs> yes, yeah, stocks and bonds. Redhead tries to reason with him saying, please don't be who I fear you've become. Then all of a sudden, gunshot. Third brother comes out with a gun shooting. Right. Dan uses that opportunity To Because the guards become distracted right. He uses that opportunity to use the stake That they're holding Start him on people. Yes Kim are you and da- Like what is happening <laughs> He literally like stabs them both in the face nice. With like either end of his Stick I'm
2: just an 18th century survivor I
1: guess so And Redhead is now Trying to save Dan Malcolm and creepy brother Uh Run after him. So running... Everyone's running into the woods. Okay? Third brother is being per- pursued by Dan. Because basically what third brother did... Pew, 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 Malcolm and creepy brother... And then runs off. So Malcolm and creepy brother are like, let's go get him. Okay. Dan... Stabby stab guards in the face Runs after third brother So now basically like Creepy brother and Malcolm Are like we gotta catch Dan But also we gotta catch third brother Everyone's running into the woods Okay 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 Third brother being pursued by Dan The third brother doesn't know That it's Dan who's immediately behind him He thinks it's either Malcolm or creepy brother So he shoots Mm Mm-hmm Misses Dan. Then all of us. So Dan kind of like ducks down when he comes back up. Here's creepy crone lady creeping through the woods. Mm-hmm. So we're like fucking forgot about this bitch. <laughs> so now Dan has to keep running through. Third brother runs into that shelter that we know houses creepy crone lady. Okay. Dan hears a gunshot from inside. Okay. Third brother comes out. He's been shot. Okay. Before he dies, he says, burn it all down, falls to the ground, blood splattered root burps map comes out and shoots him again. So Mm -hmm. the gunshot fired was from from root burps map, root burps map. Dan hides before root burps map can see him. Right. Just as Malcolm and creepy brother approach the cabin okay creepy brother shoots burps map because burps map is holding a gun he doesn't know what the fuck this fucking creature is capable of nothing happens Uh uh-oh rooted burps map is like what else you got bitch what bruh so malcolm tries to stop creepy brother from like pursuing rooted burps map creepy brother then turns the gun on malcolm And Mm -hmm. shoots him down and he falls into the tunnel shaft. Okay. All right. Shit. So now Dan is hiding inside of a part of the shed and sees the whole thing. And he sees creepy brother brother, walk into the shed. And Dan is like crawling through the shed trying to like avoid creepy brother. And he sees through some like. Roots, because remember, there's like fucking roots growing mm-hmm. everywhere. C's rooted burps map, has the entire top half of Jeremy's body in there with him. And he's trying to feed blood and pieces of Jeremy's body to creepy Crone lady, cron lady, who is trapped in the throne tree cage of roots. She doesn't want it, but reluctant reluctantly eats and drinks right, it right, all of his insides. Right. She then sees Dan as she's being fed and doesn't, like, acknowledge him, but we see that she, she sees him. As she's being fed, the roots that are holding her captive start to sprout leaves. <gasps> oh. Then he sees people in burlap, burps map sacks hanging, like, in the butcher shop. Question seven. What do you do and what does Dan do? So Rooted Burps Map is feeding Creepy Crone Lady. Creepy Crone Lady is eating. So they're both distracted. Right. What do you do and what does Dan do? Where am I? You're inside this, I keep saying cabin because it they've kind of built something up around it. But it's like you're almost in also in the woods, also in this sort of like right. rooted tree house type of thing. But... Uh, root burps map is feeding creepy crone lady and distracted by that creepy crone lady isn't going to say anything and you see uh bodies in burps maps wiggling from the ceiling alive bodies yeah and one of them obviously is your sister
2: oh or at least you're hoping it is okay and then where is creepy brother right now kind of like
1: we're not sure. We don't see him though.
2: Not inside here. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Okay. I think I'm going to wait. Can I move? I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm able to do things. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: You're you basically like you're in there, but like creepy brother and Malcolm haven't seen you yet. So you're just kind of like trying to scoot away every time that they're around like.
2: But I'm still in my stocks and bonds.
1: No, remember, uh they you actually weren't attached. They were holding your wrists over it. Uh, so once you stab them, you're fucking free
2: as a bird. I thought I was chained in Mm-mm. stocks and bonding all over the place. No, right you're
1: now. you're fucking free 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 I was as a buying bird. Buying and
2: selling stocks. You're fucking Leonard Skinner Freebird. Okay. We can both leave. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's see. Then I'm gonna start taking down burps maps.
1: Okay. And what do is that you?
2: Yeah, I need to find my sister. All right, and, and what is?
1: If she's up there, I want mm-hmm. her. And what does uh, good old Hot Dan do? Hot Dan! You know what? Let's just do the same hand in hand. We're, we're a team. Two half points. Your options were limited, which is why I gave you a half point. But it didn't work out great at it Mm -hmm. so fair you do get her down and you hear that it's jen but here comes uh, rooted burps map and he hits dan over the head with a giant burps map weapon it's unclear what it is but hits him over the head Mm -hmm. here comes creepy brother creepy brother then takes jen puts her in a cart and leaves Dan is not fully knocked out because he like his eyes are open and he's like conscious and watching this happen but he's hit hard enough in the head that can't move right so and when
2: creepy brother does this he takes her and puts her in a cart and she's still in a like a
1: bag like her head is like kind of exposed but like okay he you weren't able to like fully free her yeah so now cut to we're with hot redhead and she's at her bed and she's praying and she's praying for her father to be safe. Creepy brother comes in to her room with shackles for her. <gasps> and we're like, fuck. Now we're back with Dan. Dan is also shackled into something. It appears there are hooks hooked into his hand uh, uh. and other parts of his body. Oh, jeez. And he's sitting at the front of like a rack, basically like a table rack mm-hmm. that's got like a grinder at the top of it. Rooted Burps Map what? starts turning Why? the crank. What are we grinding? I don't want to grind things. Pulls Dan up onto the table by hooks. Uh-huh. Dan is screaming. Uh, keeps turning. Like he's the being crank. stretched apart. No, he's being pulled up onto the table. Um, He's not being stretched apart. It's like he's got hooks in his thighs, hooks in his hands, and the crank is turning, which pulls his whole body up onto the table, and he's being pulled towards this grinder. Pulled up onto a table so that he's like this and coming towards the grinder. Okay. Okay. And I'm trying to think of a metaphor of like what it would be, but I can't. So I'll just show you a picture of it. And he's being cranked by root burps map and pulled 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 into the grinder the grinder grinds off part of his fucking hand but luckily the part of his hand that it ground off basically like freed his hand right it was like the hook no longer had anything to be hooked into so he uses his like third of a hand to unhook The rest of him, real quick, quickly frees himself and uses his uncranked hand that he just pulled the hook out of to sort of attack burlap root, the uh, burps map root face and hooks into his burlap root face's face. Okay. So now Dan starts turning the crank. Okay. And Burlap Rootface grabs him, and now they're, like, fighting, and they're both, like, trying to hook each other with fucking hooks and <laughs> grind each other. And uh, Burp root Rootface is trying to, like, hook into his fucking eyeball. Ah. And Dan then is like, ah, ah, don't hook my eye, and gets his foot free and kicks the crank, which cranks Burp map into the fucking crank ah. and cranks his head to, to Crankville. Oh, God. Yeah. Really, Again, another scene that I had to watch Porter one-eyeing it. It was gruesome. So he gets up. Now Dan gets up with his half a hand and walks over to Crone Lady, who's enslaved in her root throne. And she's smiling. And she says in a language that is not English, but we read the subtitles below, I've waited for you, my son. He kneels down. She grabs his head. Because it's like, She's encased, but like she can still kind of move her mm-hmm. hands a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so she grabs his head on his temples mm-hmm. like this and his eyes go white. And he's kind of like she's looks like she's showing him something perhaps. Mm-hmm. Flashback to creepy brother and Malcolm finding old crone lady for the first time once they hit the island. Oh,
2: t- do tell.
1: Yeah. And she's sort of crouching under a shroud under a tree and we just see them start to pull the shroud off of creepy crone lady back to present day okay mm-hmm. we're gonna get back to that don't mm-hmm. worry creepy brother has hot redhead chained up and hot redhead is like how dare you my dad's gonna know about this and creepy brother says your dad can't help you I saw to that Cause remember he shot Malcolm he's dead in the tunnel creepy brother is talking to redhead and he also has Jen Jennifer chained up next to her and he's all pissed off about all of the praise that Malcolm got that Malcolm is the prophet and he's like I'm the one who imprisoned the goddess I'm the one who discovered what she could do now we see back in the tunnel where Malcolm is dead that he's not dead Mm -hmm. now we're back in a flashback to the goddess being imprisoned okay and it's the flashback that creepy brother is telling to hot redhead and Jennifer but also the flashback that creepy crone is showing Mm -hmm, to Dan mm -hmm. the goddess is imprisoned and creepy brother is feeding her chicken blood And Malcolm is helping to hold her down. As she drinks the sacrifice blood of the chicken, shit starts to grow. Mm. Cut back to the goddess cradling Dan after showing him what had happened to her with her telepathy hands. And she says to Dan, set me free, child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you do? What does he do? This is a tough one Uh because... I now know that this has been, what he does has been foreshadowed twice.
2: So many options. Okay. It's so confusing. Mm -hmm.
1: And I will say this. Obviously, there's one right answer to what Dan does. But I'm not going to say that you couldn't convince me that there was another answer that might work based on what you do.
2: So the last thing that happened, though, is Creepy Brother took my sister away. Okay, here's what I'm going to (laughs) do. Let's hear it. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay, I want... I know what I want to use, but it doesn't seem to be in existence right now, but I think it's the right
1: answer. Okay. I want... Okay. (laughs) Eric's going to have a lot of dead air to cut out. (laughs) Let
2: me think. (laughs) Here's what I want to do. Okay. I want to find that Malcolm is still alive and I want him to help me because he is indebted to me. Okay. And he is now on the same team as me against creepy brother. Okay. And he also knows more about creepy crone lady that I don't
1: know. Okay.
2: Because I don't know if freeing her is good or bad for me correct
1: uh, correct meaning nor does nor does dan he right, only knows right. what we know yeah
2: all right i'm gonna say that he starts cutting the roots and setting her free and lights things on fire
1: lights what on fire
2: the roots okay and the shack okay and also oh oh okay 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 it's just so complicated. Okay, wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm holding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have been holding forever. It's so complicated. I know, I'm just playing with you.
2: Because what if she's one of the mothers that I was looking for? Could be. But Redhead's mother said, fuck, there's just so many options. Mm -hmm. Okay. I also want to give her some of my blood, maybe. Oh. All right. Here's what's going to happen.
1: I mean, honestly, do tell.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Him and I both give her some blood of our half a hand, mangle hand. Okay. So that way we're blood connected now. Okay. He's going to release her. Okay. Okay. And together, they're going to get rid of creepy fucker brother and he will save his sister and redhead and they will ride off into the ocean sunset together.
1: Yep. Okay. Uh, that's
2: what he does. That's what he does. And, um, I also do that and maybe have Malcolm help me too. Cause he's indebted to me. (laughs) No
1: dings. All of that, no digs. Okay, everyone, Sammys, I'm going to let you in on a little production here. (laughs) So Eric is is amazing. And what he does is if there's any dead air, he cuts it out, okay? So like what you're hearing is actually sort of like has all the air sucked out of it. So you're not hearing a lot of dead air. So what you're probably going to hear is about mm, maybe five to ten seconds of Kim (laughs) thinking. Uh, What I experienced was, uh, and I'm looking at the clock here about <laughs> five and a half minutes of her thinking that uh, was really complicated <laughs> and at the end of it she got zero <laughs> points
2: <laughs> at this point i don't know what's going on it's so complicated there's so much lore right. and so much
1: so Here's where i think you're gonna be so much more to figure out here's where i think you're gonna be mad at yourself uh, maybe it's probably simple I, yeah so I mean it's too complicated. Yeah, she says, "Set me free, child." Right. Dan says, "Forgive me." Mm-hmm. She grab he grabs a lantern and sets the whole fucking thing on fire, including her. I said that. You said that about four minutes ago, and then we got to he set her free, and they all went and set off her on to, fire. She is mm-hmm. dead. He burns her alive. Okay. And um, well, she. And I the reason did I said
2: f- setting something on fire at some point, I'm not saying I should get a point for it. I'm saying I'm not mad at myself,
1: right? And so what she because if you remember the very, very, very beginning, which I didn't, it didn't occur to me until I was got to this part. the ki- The guy who tried to assassinate Malcolm in the very beginning, he says this whole heathen land will burn. Mm. Then. Third brother, right before he dies, says that burn I the whole thing so to the-, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I remember, so- which
2: is why I included fire.
1: Yeah. So she, she just sits there and happily burns to death.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Malcolm wakes up and he hears the goddess sort of shrieking. Mm-hmm. He climbs out of the hole and sees the shack all aflame. Mm hmm. Just so you know, you weren't watching this, but Dan would have literally no reason to think that Malcolm was still alive. Um, He was shot almost point blank and fell into the hole. Mm -mm. Uh, So the fact that he's alive is surprising to us as well. Dan is now running back through the woods. And as he's running back, he looks up and there's just dozens of bodies hanging from the trees. Oh. Now we're back with Creepy Brother and he's describing more of the lore and he says i'm the one who discovered that if we feed her she delivers then the animal blood stopped working malcolm got soft and instead of feeding her what she needed people blood he denied that that's what was required Mm -hmm. basically but which is now why we know that there are bodies hanging from the trees right and we also know that he was like all right we'll feed her people blood but not dead people blood like they can just give us right blood at night and so he says to hot redhead creepy brother says to hot redhead and jennifer so here's how this is going to go now i'm the boss malcolm's dead goddess of the island needs human sacrificed blood like dead people blood Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna rape you every year (sighs) and then i'm gonna get you both pregnant then i'm gonna take the baby when it's born, and I'm going to feed it to her as a sacrifice.
2: Oh, my God.
1: that's how the crops are going to stay cool, and that's how we're going to have harvests, and that's what we're going to do. Cool? You're a monster. Monster. And so then Creepy Brother hears screaming. It's the screaming of the whole village is now on fire because, like, the fire traveled, Mm -hmm. and people are freaking out. Outside... Dan is running into the village and the whole fucking thing is on fire. All the villagers are upset because Creepy Brother took Redhead and like they're now like this is not a good place anymore. Mm -hmm. Like all sorts of shit is going on. So Creepy Brother goes outside to investigate. Dan stabs him. He, Creepy Brother drops his gun and the gun slides to the girls Mm -hmm. who are chained up. Jen grabs it. And aims to shoot at Creepy Brother who's fighting on the ground with Dan. Mm -hmm. Redhead realizes that if she shoots, she very likely could hit Dan Mm because they're tussling. Mm -hmm. So Redhead grabs it. And instead, she tries to shoot the chains that they're hooked up to out of the wall to free themselves. Mm -hmm. Doesn't quite work. They kind of have to still try and pull it out of the wall. But they got it, you know, most of the way. Meanwhile, Dan is on top of Creepy Brother trying to best him. Creepy Brother still has a knife in his chest. Dan stabbed him in the fucking chest. Mm-hmm. But he's not goddamn dead. And Creepy Brother takes one of his knives and just starts stabbing Dan oh. in the side forever. Fuck. Like he's clearly listened to our podcast and is just stabbed stabbing forever. forever. But Dan is holding strong. Creepy Brother takes the knife and just starts pushing the knife into dan's neck and we're like oh i mean dan's done Uh like he just got stabbed forever and now he's his throat is being sliced we're watching it be sliced when bam redhead fires uh, i'm sorry redhead pistol whips creepy brother in the head they've Uh gotten themselves free they're still shackled but they got it out of the wall then She wraps the slack of her shackles around Creepy Brothers' neck and starts pulling. Fuck yes. But it's hard for her to strangle him because like his body is moving as she's trying to pull it tighter. So Dan, this movie was gory. Dan grabs the knife that's still stuck into the middle of his chest.
2: Uh
1: And so she pulls and he holds on and and it it just slices slices him down the center. Whoa. So he's strangled and sliced at the same time. Dan then grabs the keys from creepy brother, who is finally fucking dead. I mean, Jesus. And unshackles them. Cut to the girls and Dan running out of the burning village. To the boats? Question mark? Yes, to the boats. So the village... right off
2: into the sunset. Yep. Just like I said. So they run (laughs) up the
1: hill and we're at the, like, you know, boat that is the three crosses that we thought was there dan can't run anymore he collapses jen runs back to him and holds his his face Mm. and she's like we can do it and he's like i'm done Mm. i'm really sorry but like i came here to do what i had to do i saved you you're my girl i'm good and he looks at redhead and he's like take like seriously Take her like you need to get out of here the boats are leaving because all the villagers are like and once the boats leaves that that, that's it there's no and the village is fucking burning so redhead pulls her up and sends her off and is like go go to the boats redhead looks back at him and says pray for me and then she runs to the boats oh he says pray for me and then she runs to the boats dan's all alone dying on the hilltop And he looks up and smiles. The girls have made it to the boats and the villagers are like, hurry. As they get into the boat and are sailing away, a primordial scream erupts from the mountain and part of the cliff explodes with what looks like just blood and fire spurting. Back on the hilltop with Dan. Ashes are raining down. Here comes Malcolm. He watches the boats leave. And he looks down at Dan and sees that where blood is dripping, plants are growing. Mm. Dan just lays his head down, smiles, and plants grow into and around him. And he becomes part of the island. And he's gone. Mm.
2: The end. That's it?
1: Wow. Yeah. It was good a doozy it was good and malcolm sheen has malcolm sheen michael sheen (laughs) has solidified himself in my hall of fame of actors so fucking good all right you want to know your points you fucking killed it all right i really do i'll be right back hey guys this is kat and kim and we just want to let you know about our brand new patreon we just launched you can find us at www.kimandcatsstayalive.com.
2: And you'll also find merch on there. Check out our merch store and follow us on social media at Podcast. We love you. Bye.
1: Okay, Burnsy. Yes. You did great. What did I get? So for your questions, uh-huh. you got 11 out of 15. That's really That's good. really, really, really fucking good. Right. <sighs> No. Why you got four out of ten on your Better <laughs> Lives, which gave you a fifteen out of twenty-five total. Fine. But you did. I mean, you did so good. Like you did really we were good on the questions for so long. Yeah, I Just mean, you killing it. You fucking killed Just it.
2: Taking names. Yeah, fucking.
1: I was super impressed. Um. So yeah, that was Apostle.
2: That was great that Thanks, was fun ma'am. I'm stressed I'm I don't know if, I don't know it was uh, I feel like I'm alive I really
1: I really liked I think you're alive you you did great
2: yeah I was, was so stressful
1: okay I have to go walk these dogs so okay. I love you I love you too and I love you Sammy I love you too and this has been Kim and Kat stay alive maybe so until next week stay alive,
2: stay alive. Bye. bye
1: ghosted me. I'm I'm done. done.